0: Welcome to the Sustainable Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Martin, and I'm here to talk about my views on holistic sustainability. We as a community will fill our own cups with passion and care in order to serve the people and earth around us. I will be speaking on holistic health, sustainable living in all aspects, and the things that I have learned through struggles with food, body image, and self-esteem. Together, we will find our most authentic, joyful, sustainable lives, one episode at a time. hello you guys welcome back to the sustainable soul podcast um i'm feeling like it's been a little while i recorded two on the same day and so it feels like i literally have not sat down and like plugged in my microphone microphone what did i anyways feels like i haven't like done this in a while and i was honestly kind of nervous to pick it back up like i don't know i just like i've been having a lot of inspiration today and i'm feeling very energetic and very creatively Energized, but I was just really scared to like pick up the microphone and start talking We're still experimenting. This is still very new to me and I wanted to give a little update on my life and How I feel before we get into the today's topic, which is working out for yourself instead of working out to change yourself or working out for the wrong reasons. So, a little update on my life. I was in San Diego this weekend celebrating Mila's birthday, and whenever I get out of my routine, I especially with like eating and working out, it's like very hard for me because of my history with eating disorders. Like it does they never those thoughts never come up as often as they do like after a trip. And especially a trip where I was out of my routine I was partying I was not eating how I normally eat or exercising and I was in the car for a couple days and I've definitely gotten better and like I've been able to completely enjoy it but then I come back home and I'm like oh my god I feel like a slug (laughs) I'm like I've just been doing nothing good for myself which isn't true there are so many good things about going on vacation and getting rest and everything and it's something that I've been able to like kind of come to terms with almost or like get over and I wrote about that in my last sustainable soul sunday I think it was 21 which is actually wild that I have done 21 of those but anyways a little off topic this one is going back to a sustainable soul sunday that I did like pretty close to the beginning of my post I think it was the fourth one and it's just about my journey with working out and just how I've kind of grown up with working out because I feel like even when I wasn't consciously doing it, I've been working out since I was young because i played sports and my relationship with it has definitely changed throughout my life and I think that right now I'm in a really good place to talk about it and to inspire others. So if you've been feeling kind of stuck in your workout routine or if you've been feeling discouraged or like it's just a negative thing in your life that you have to get done versus something that you're using to enhance your life, this episode is for you and- Let this be your sign to incorporate some joyful movement into your life. So to start, I want to talk about like my journey with working out because like I said, I've been, I think everybody starts movement when they're young, you know, like you go outside and you play and that's working out and that's like just moving your body. But I remember being young and being in PE and when I was struggling with body image when I was really young, I remember being like, like I just hated running. I hated running. I hated working out. I hated the whole concept of it. And especially with the like fitness testing, the fitness testing made me hate working out. And especially because it was really tied to like BMI and that really played into my body image and I remember just having this like intense hatred towards it. But at the same time I was playing sports. So I had this like difference in my head between me going out to PE class and being like punished for being overweight and then going out and I was playing soccer at the time or I was doing gymnastics and like I loved that stuff. I just didn't even see it as working out. I saw it as doing sports and I thought working out was this shameful act that that like fitness test or whatever puts on us as kids. So I kind of had those two things separated in my head and it was like that until honestly the end of high school because then I started playing volleyball and volleyball like took up my whole life. I remember I had practiced at least two or three times a week tournaments and cross training and everything. So that was my working out. And I kind of stopped consciously thinking about working out. Like I never really had the desire to go on a run or to lift weights or do anything else because I was playing volleyball. And so I just thought like, oh, I don't work out. I play sports. I still had it very separated in my head. And then I changed to cross country. And that was a little different because although it is a sport, I saw it as working out. I saw when I would do a run, it it was like doing a workout. And so at that point in my life, I was like, I'm not playing sports right now. I'm doing track and I'm doing cross country and I'm working out all the time. And I was so happy with my body. I was feeling great, everything. And then I got injured and I quit cross country and I just stopped. I didn't do anything because I wasn't playing a sport. And I also wasn't working out because my sport had been my working out. And I was in a boot for a few weeks and then I decided to quit and do cheerleading and that is when my body image got really, really bad because I gained weight. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't ever moving, like not even, not just like I wasn't going and working out, like I never walked. I never really worked out, like I just didn't, it wasn't a priority in my life and it was okay except for the fact that I hated my body and I hated it because I felt so crappy as well as seeing myself change and that's different now. I know it's different because this past year I've dealt with weight gain with recovery, but I don't hate my body. I love my body. I feel good in my body. And so it's like, there was that weird, it was just weird because I hated my body, but it wasn't necessarily because I was gaining weight. It was because I felt horrible and I was not moving my body. So then there's that period of my life. And then I started Soul Cycle. and I don't even remember what, what possessed me to go to SoulCycle because I, like it wasn't near my house and none of my friends were doing it. I just like decided I wanted to do it one day and I did it and I fell in love with it. Everybody knows I love SoulCycle. I have been doing that for like four years. So I started that my junior year of high school and that really got me into loving moving my body because every time I would finish a soul cycle class, I would just feel so good. And that was the first time that I had ever really like seen that working out can be a positive thing and it didn't have to be anything to change me and my body started to change. I got way more muscular. I could start seeing my abs. I was just feeling strong and feeling good and loving the way that my body looked and then I went to college and i was still doing soul cycle, but then I started running too and um, at that point I was running to change the way that I looked. Ugh, that running journey was not good. I was doing it to be competitive with myself and with the people around me and then I came home for COVID and that's when it turned really bad was when my eating disorder got really bad and I was running only to burn calories. I would match the length of my runs to how many calories I felt like I needed to burn and that was the only concept I had of running is that it was my way of getting rid of those calories that I had eaten and that is the ultimate form of using working out as punishment because those two things shouldn't even correlate with each other. Like, you're not working out to burn off something, you're working out to gain something into your life. So, I went through that with running, and then I started eating to start a recovery, and I had to take a break from working out. And that was really hard for me. It was really, really hard, especially after being in that mindset of working out burning the calories that I was eating in excess or of using running to like neutralize myself and I didn't even see that that was a form of an eating disorder like I learned in recovery because there's there's bulimia which is like binging and purging which I also have gone through where you eat and then you try to throw it up or you try to get rid of the food in some way to like kind of equalize it or equalize it in your head or whatever and I didn't see that what I was doing with running was the equivalent with that. I was trying to run the exact amount of calories that I ate. And if I couldn't run that day, I wouldn't eat that day as much. Or I would make sure to eat under my allotted amount of calories that I was given. So I was using running as a form of my eating disorder. And I was using it to restrict. So I, my therapist said that she thought I should take a break from working out because at that point all of my working out was tied to how many calories I was burning and as much as I tried to just not care and go on a run or go to soul cycle without list- looking at the numbers it was in my head so deeply so clear in my head that I could not separate the two and so she said you need to stop working out for a little bit And I was so freaked out. Like I thought I was just going to like the next day I was going to stop working out. And I had been like weight restoring a little bit. So I had been eating more than I was used to. And I was like, I'm going to literally gain 200 pounds tomorrow. Like I just I couldn't even wrap my head around it. But I was like, okay, I was more invested in my recovery than I was in that aspect. And I decided to put some trust into it. And I'm so glad I did because taking those I think I took like three or four months. I did not work out. I would walk a little bit sometimes. I would go to Soul Cycle like once every two weeks, maybe, but I, I just wasn't working out. And I felt great, honestly, because I was able to see that, like, without working out and with eating more than I was used to, I, I wasn't gaining a substantial amount of weight. I was just feeling better, I had more energy. Every time I would go to SoulCycle, I would get really nervous that I wouldn't be able to finish the class because I wasn't running every single day. And I found that my energy levels were so much higher when I was not working out because I was fueling my body enough and I wasn't exhausting myself. Like when I was deep in my eating disorder and not eating enough, I would go to a SoulCycle class at 9 a.m. or whatever, be done at 10 and I was wiped for the day. I could not do anything else. That was my whole day because I was in such a deficit of calories that I couldn't do anything else and then I found myself after a while going to a soul cycle class and then being energized for the rest of my day and I was like oh this feels really good and at a certain point I started looking at myself in the mirror and I had been really picking myself apart during recovery and like looking at the people around me and comparing myself and I remember this one day I just had this overwhelming like I just looked in the mirror and I was like oh my god you're so strong and you don't you're not doing anything wrong and you're not gaining weight and like I just started doing things that I wouldn't typically do because I didn't know how many calories they were burning and I stopped wearing my apple watch and I just went to workout classes basically I started bringing movement back into my daily routine and at that point those workout classes are what made me want to do that and what made me motivated to bring it back and that's what made me want to be a group fitness instructor is that I knew that group fitness could be a place That you just forget about all of those internal struggles that you're having and you forget about the numbers and you forget about all of that. And you just come in with this group of people and you all work out together and you all just try to feel good. I just felt really inspired by those classes and I started doing way more soul cycle. I started doing more core power and I just fell in love with group fitness. So that's kind of where I am now. And I think that that break was really where I had a chance to change my mindset around working out from being a punishment to being a celebration. And SoulCycle really did that for me. SoulCycle showed me with all the great instructors and all the great messages and everything that movement is healing and movement is there for whatever you want to make it. And by taking that break, I was able to really reintroduce myself to the things that made me feel good, not the things that I thought burned the most calories. So I tried... I tried a bunch of different types of workouts. like I would do YouTube workouts all the time and I realized I don't like doing hit workouts alone. I like doing hit workouts with other people. That's one thing I love to do. Like I said, I love being in that group environment. I love doing hit workouts together with people. I love doing soul cycle. I love doing core power. I don't really love working out alone, honestly. and that was something that I had to rediscover by decoupling working out with something that I had to do. And everyone feels differently. I have friends who love working out by themselves and who love different things than I do. I have friends who lift heavy, which isn't something I've ever tried or like gotten into. I have friends who play sports for their workouts. I I, like everybody. What I'm trying to say is that everybody has different forms of movement that they love. And that's beautiful. And that's okay. And you shouldn't do workouts just because you think that it's going to burn the most calories or you think it's going to make you look the best because even if you're doing the same workout as another person even if you're on the same workout plan you're eating the same your bodies are going to look different because genetically that's just what happens you can't expect yourself to look the same as someone so like if you see those things on tiktok or instagram where the girls are like get abs in six weeks and um this is what i did to get abs it's like a lot of that is genetic and a lot like you can be doing that. I did all the Chloe Ting workouts over COVID and I did them for as long as she told me to do and I didn't have abs like I and I ran every day and was in a deficit and and going through a horrible eating disorder. I didn't ever have abs you know like I it doesn't mean that you're not healthy and it doesn't mean that you're not working out like the way that your body looks is should be decoupled from how you feel when you are working out and that's what I was saying before with when I gained weight in high school versus when I gained weight now it was two completely separate things like in high school I was gaining weight unhealthily because I was eating like crap I wasn't eating any natural foods I was eating all processed foods that didn't make me feel good and then on top of that I had gone from running six seven miles a day in cross country to not moving at all And I think that in itself, even if my body had stayed the exact same, I would have felt crappy no matter what. I would have felt like just so not good because I didn't feel good on the inside. And now it's like I don't run as often as I used to. I probably don't burn as many calories as I used to, but I'm moving in ways that really help me and really like make my body feel good. And I'm eating in ways that do the same thing. I'm not in a deficit anymore. And so I'm like definitely gaining some weight. I like, I've definitely had my moments with it. It's not easy for me because of my history with an eating disorder. But at the same time, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're so beautiful. You look so good. You're so strong. All these things. Like, I love watching my muscles grow. I love gaining weight in that regard. And so it's like, it's all internal. You can't think about how your body looks when you're thinking about how you should move or how you should eat. But we're not talking about how you should eat right now. Like, when you think about movement and joyful movement, especially you have to really think about how it feels on the inside. And that can be a really hard thing to do. I totally get that. It's not as easy as just like I made it sound like you're just taking a break and then all of a sudden you're going to have this clarity. Like no, it takes work. And I'm going to give some tips on how I got through it and how I think that you can get through it. But basically my point of telling this whole story and of talking about taking my break is just to say you need to listen to your body and listen to what feels good and then the other thing is that you need to decouple there's two things you need to decouple the first thing you need to decouple is working out and punishment working out is not punishment working out is to celebrate your body not to punish it and then the other thing is working out and how your body looks because you just never know how your body's reacting to things. You never know what else it's going through. You kind of just have to go from the inside out. When you're trying to work on yourself from the outside in, you're never going to feel a complete sense of like comfort or joy in your workouts. You're going to feel like you're never doing enough because there's always going to be another goal you can reach. There's always going to be someone who's maybe stronger than you or maybe skinnier than you. You just can't you just can't work out in order to change the external appearance. You have to work out to change how you feel on the inside. To end this episode, I just want to give my tips for how to incorporate joyful movement into your life. So my first tip is to get rid of the numbers. This was something that was a huge roadblock for me, but it was something that ultimately made me feel so much better about working out. I had an Apple Watch when I was going through my eating disorder and I've used it on and off. Like sometimes I can use it and it doesn't affect me, but sometimes... Those numbers can get you like when it shows you how many calories you've burned or if you're looking, if you're running and you're thinking about a time or a distance or something, those numbers can be very discouraging. And I'm not saying don't set goals. I'll talk about that in my next tip. Like, I think it's great to be working towards something. And I think that that really spurs motivation but if you're having trouble with your body image or with in reintroducing working out or introducing joyful movement in general i would say don't do anything with the numbers um with a little like story this is actually what this is what inspired this podcast for me today is i have been having this desire to run again but I always match running with numbers, whether it's how many calories I'm burning or how many miles I'm going or how fast I'm going. Running always kind of has this sense of like stats to it to me. And that just doesn't sit right with me because it's never fast enough or it's never long enough or it's never burning enough calories. And I always just feel like I'm not doing enough. And so I was listening to a podcast by it's called it's the at Lexi podcast, but I don't know, Lexi something is who hosts it but she was talking about the Nike Run Club like guided runs and I had done them before a little bit but today I did like the beginner's guided run and it talked a lot about running easy and not thinking about those numbers and I went on like a 20 minute run today I haven't run in I've run in months I can't think of the last time I ran and I ran like two miles and it was really easy for me (laughs) like it, it never feels like that when I jump back into running like running a mile is hard and i feel like i'm being tortured the entire time like i do not like it when i first get back into running and today he just the guy who was like leading it just kept saying like make sure you're running easy like don't run too fast and he really he really put emphasis on not running too fast and on bettering yourself and like the mental space of running versus like the physical like numerical part and it felt so good. I felt like I had so many ideas flowing to me and I felt like I was able to really look around and enjoy myself. And he was saying to go to talking pace and I was like, oh, I really could hold a conversation right now. And running doesn't have to be like so hard and so painful and like hurting and heaving and your legs hurt and stuff. Like it can just be like a walk, but faster. And It just doesn't have to be as hard as you think it does and so that was a way that I like guarded the numbers and another thing I did was like not wearing my Apple Watch in SoulCycle because SoulCycle is one of those like special workouts to me that I've always loved even when I wasn't feeling great about my body. If I could just avoid looking in the mirror, I felt so good at SoulCycle and I went through a phase where I was wearing my Apple Watch and tracking how many calories I burned every class and it started to suck the joy out of it and luckily I caught that right away. Like it wasn't like running it got a little bit away from me and I think I'm starting to re-reclaim running as something that I can do joyfully. But with SoulCycle, I I caught that right away. And I was like, no, no, no. If Soul Cycle becomes something that is all about numbers to me, I would be devastated because I love Soul Cycle so much. So I've stopped wearing my Apple Watch during SoulCycle classes and then I also have reframed SoulCycle. It's my like my mindful practice of the day and I actually like switched which instructor which instructors I go to not because I didn't like my old instructor but because I felt like he was more of a it was more of a workout based than like a soul based and if you don't do SoulCycle it might be kind of hard to like think about but there's like different emphasis emphases there's different places that instructors put emphasis on and I've been really enjoying the classes that are more about like tuning in with yourself and it's still a really hard workout I'm still dripping sweat by the end but it's like I really thought about myself and I love myself after and stuff it's not like some insane workout and so I've kind of reframed soul cycle to how I feel not how many calories I'm burning or distance and stuff so just taking away those numbers and focusing on your feelings is the first step And then my second tip is to set intentions not goals and this kind of goes along with not putting emphasis on the numbers because if you set intentions it's more of like how you want to feel or what you want to accomplish not something super specific that has like that has like uh just a numerical goal and like I said before this like setting a goal or being able to like run a half marathon or run a mile in under eight minutes or something like those are great goals to have if you can make it not toxic but if you're having trouble with toxicity take out those goals set intentions say how you want to feel every time you go out to work out how do you want to feel afterwards or how do you want to feel during it or how do you want to feel the next day think about those intentions or even in the long run like I have been wanting to go on runs because I've been wanting to explore more of my area and so it's like I want to explore. Intentions are I want to feel more strong. I want to feel better or you want to clear your head or you want to get rid of some anxiety that you're feeling or you want to be able to focus more in work. There are so many good intentions that don't have anything to do with numbers that you can set for working out. So think about your intentions rather than your goals or your metrics. And then the next tip that I have is taking it day by day or even week by week, but basically just like not starting out with some crazy workout plan that you're like, this is my super rigid set plan for the next year because you never know how you're going to feel day to day. And I think it's important to be really flexible with movement in order to really make it joyful because you never know like what your body is going to crave that day and it can change with what you're eating or how much you've slept or if you're like on your period or just different phases in life like i always told myself this narrative of i have to work out first thing in the morning on an empty stomach because that's like what all the girls on tiktok were doing and i've found the past couple of months that that isn't when i feel the best working out i feel the best in the afternoon um and i can work out after i eat like i had this story in my head that i couldn't work out unless i had an empty stomach or like i'd feel sick and that's just not true like I just had to take it day by day and like try different things and experiment and I realized that I feel better when I have something in my stomach and when I have like the energy to get through a workout so I've been loving afternoon workouts instead of morning workouts and I couldn't have found that if I hadn't let myself really like understand how I felt every day and I've tried working out later at night and I didn't like it so I don't do that anymore. Or I don't like working out early in the morning and I used to. I used to really like waking up and working out and that just hasn't been my vibe lately. So it's not something that I've been doing. And so just take it day by day, especially when you're just introducing movement, like try something new every day until you feel something, until you feel like, oh, like I really like this routine. Or you can do, like I said, a weekly routine where you find which days and which times and which types of workouts work better for you and you just really have to be open to experimentation and don't set some crazy long-term goal right off the bat because then it won't be intuitive and it won't be like truly joyful it'll be more of like a prescripted thing that you have to do and it goes back to that not punishment necessarily but more of like a something to check off your to-do list instead of being really joyful and letting yourself be in the moment and giving you all those great intentions that we talked about earlier. And then my last tip of the day is just to go out and try something new. And it can be really hard to do that, especially as like we get a little bit older. Like it's super easy when you're a kid to try new sports or like just do something new because that's what you're expected to do. But I feel like as adults, it's like kind of scary to do something that you've never tried before. But I'd say with working out that's a really safe space to do it so you could go and take a new workout class like when I did SoulCycle like I said it was just random I just tried it and I'm sure I tried other things that I just can't remember but that's what stuck and it came from me trying a bunch of different classes and yeah I would go to workout I would go to workout classes at the YMCA and I liked them but I never like fell in love with them and then I just fell in love with SoulCycle randomly and so it's like you just have to try things until something really sticks and so it could be a new workout class or working out with a friend. Sometimes people really thrive with partner workouts. So maybe try going out with your friend and working out or working out outside. That's one that is like so fun. I love working out outside when I can and I don't do it that often just because I like don't feel like it's that accessible for me at the moment. But like you can try it if you have a space to do so or maybe try like a dance workout or a Zumba class or something fun like that that you don't even see as a workout. Like on YouTube, there's a girl. I don't know what her name is, but she does like a bunch of dance workouts. Let me find her actually because she's really good. Oh, oh, oh it's um, MK Fit. E-M-K-F-I-T. MK Fit. Like she has I'm looking at a Doja Cat hit workout that I actually really want to do and she's like she's just really fun and it's really simple things. And it just like, makes you feel good after. So maybe try dancing or try Zumba or swimming or running or going on a hot girl walk. I've been loving my hot girl walks lately. And I think I'm going to transfer them into a hot girl jog. Don't, don't call me on that. Cause I only have run once and it was today, but I felt so good. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll start doing little hot girl jogs. Yeah. So those are my tips for today. Um, I just hope that by listening to this and by listening to my story, you can see that working out doesn't have to be punishment and it doesn't have to be a negative thing and it doesn't have to be something to check off your to-do list. It can be a really positive aspect of your life if you let it and if you go about it in the right way. So if you're having any trouble with decoupling yourself from the numbers or you're having bad body image days, just know that I hear you and it's hard. I've been there and it's not fun when you feel like working out is something that's going against you it should always feel like it's something that you're doing to celebrate your body as always if you guys feel like you need support and you need to talk through something or if you want a workout buddy or if you want to go on a hot girl walk with me please feel free to reach out I absolutely love talking to you guys like when people reach out and tell me that they like the podcast or they like my posts it just makes my day because I feel so connected to you guys so if you have any feedback or any comments or want a workout buddy or you want To vent about something or you're feeling lost in working out please never hesitate to reach out to me um and also a little quick plug i have an instagram for this podcast specifically so if you want to reach out to the podcast instagram it's at sustainable soul podcast and you can feel free to contact me on that and i'd love it if you would share this podcast with your friends also i really want to expand this community because i feel so passionately about it and it makes me really excited so If you feel called, I would love it if you would share, give it a like, save it, download it, give it five star rating, whatever you want to do. And I hope that you're enjoying this podcast as much as I am. And I just see growth for us and our community and just our personal lives. And I'm really excited to see where everybody takes this advice. So, yeah, um, that's all I have for you this week. And I hope you have a great day. Bye.